Alrighty, here we go. Hey, mates, welcome to the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me, my brother from another mother, the wind <laughs> beneath my wings, my light in the darkness, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for joining us, everyone. If you're a new listener to the show, welcome aboard. This is the Little Dum Dum Club, where we sit down with a comedian pal of ours every week and talk a bit of shit for roughly 40-odd minutes. Our guest <laughs> this week, the one and only Gregory Fleet. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, Yay, the, the mother load. I've been trying to get this to happen for a while and it's finally the chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> We've been trying to roost these chickens for some time. And, uh, it's now happening. But I've got to say, uh, at the risk of sounding homophobic, which I'm clearly not, Perhaps the gayest intro music I've ever heard <laughs> to a show. Like, weird. Current international guest on these shores, Aloe Black, does our really? theme music. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. it shows how way out of touch I am with the reality of the world. I thought it was just like some sort of lift music. <laughs> you thought, <laughs> you thought <laughs> Dasselow just Googled gay on iTunes <laughs> and piped yeah. that hey, in. Hang on, Googled gay on iTunes. That is a man That's... who's just discovered technology yeah. this afternoon. My Googled, dad figured that out. Yeah. Googled gay but not homophobe. <laughs> It's a, it's a very small area. You can a touch of gay sans homophobe. Oh, you know what we want. Oh, no, I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, no. Hey, it's, uh, it's great to have you here, Fleety. Although, just when I explained the show and said that we talked for roughly 40 minutes, yeah. I saw a cringe on your face <laughs> that what? said to me, oh, in here for that long? Yeah, I've got a, like really important things to do. <laughs> go home and, and like, I've got to pick up the age from yeah. out in the forecourt <laughs> where I tried to throw it through a basketball hoop. <laughs> and I threw it up. There were two chunks of the age I had with me, which is a newspaper for those of you that read the Herald Sun and I threw it up and both of them didn't go through the basketball hoop and now I'm worried that someone's going to pick it up before I go out there and get it on my way home to read on the Dust Truman. Well, it's 10.30pm on yeah. a Sunday night and mm. we're in a university. I don't think there's much chance of people coming The urban youth them. today, they're, they're, they're going to stop turning over cars and yeah. go and see what, what's happening in the A2. Yeah, yeah let's go see if we can steal like, two halves of a newspaper yeah. and a basketball court. What if I get out there and it's got Banksy spray paint yeah, on yeah. it? All, like, over your, all over your spread of sting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was actually an article in there today about, uh, and I've forgotten her name, uh, uh, is it Jane Field? The woman from Glee. The woman Jane like, Lynch? Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She's hot. At, yeah. She's got a bit of heat at the moment. She's got a lot of heat at the mm. moment, yeah. Well, I reckon Sting. Sting is the most... I wish I... When I first picked this up, I wish I had collected all the Sting articles because I take great pride in... Looking at sting articles in pa- in Sunday you're like papers. A sting of like not sting, you're an anti sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not a yeah. sting of You're a sting. Fanatic. I'm not stinging for sting. He he's just the guy. He's the blandest guy that you can have in a in a spread in a Sunday paper, and they just pick him every time. I don't so that was my little bit of sting. Was yeah. he is he doing something at the moment? Because he was on a current affair or one of those shows at the end of last week. He's doing week. something right now. He's having sex still. Yeah. <laughs> he started in 1983 and yeah. still going. Still yeah. going. He started. Yeah. He started just when he broke up the police, and he's still going on that route. But it was still. It was one of those weird like um, things that they'll do on today's Night or current affair, where they just start talking to a musician, and they're not plugging anything specific. It's yeah. you know those stories yeah. where it's yeah. just like just to remind people that they're out there and yeah. getting I think on with their doing, lives. He's doing the un, not the unplugged, but the string. You know the thing when everyone gets to it one stage of the 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 string quartet. The string goes string. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. He calls himself String now. Yeah. <laughs> string. String and the police. Yeah. But um, I heard that he had an affair with a uh, with a young, uh, with an underage person. He had an affair with an underage person. Just like that 
Old Man in That Book by Nabokov. It's a really <laughs> smooth. That's because that's a line of Sting. Oh, oh right. okay, yeah, okay. He, uh, he uh, sings that in. Uh, I don't even know. Oh, don't stand. Don't stand so close to me. Or don't something so close right. to me. Probably don't interfere with yourself so close to me. Dasselow was born in two thousand and three, so he doesn't really get that <laughs> reference. Yeah, just about. When, when did the when Black were Eyed, you born? When did the Black Eyed Peas cover it? Because then I'll be able to catch up. Oh, I was born in. I was born in eighty six. You were born in eighty six. Born in eighty six. I generally don't trust people who were born after man landed on the moon, which probably oh. makes me kind of awkward in this room. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is there a direct link between those two? Do you think well, that... only because it's never been proved that man actually did land on the moon. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I just, because I'm old, I yeah. just kind of went, you know, I thought, oh, okay, I was born in 62, so I went, okay, I'll give it seven years leeway. Oh, that's and You were born in 86. It's the ones born after man landed on the moon that you really got to watch. Those are the people yeah. that'll pinch that newspaper straight off that basketball. <laughs> straight <laughs> off the, yeah, both yeah. halves. Both halves. Yeah. Yeah. Break, yeah. In, break into your public space and steal your newspaper <laughs> off a basketball court. <laughs> yeah. God. Threw on the ground. There's nothing sacred yeah. that people will steal your litter. Yeah, when you say people, you mean people born after yeah. man, yeah. and so, Space people. Yeah, after people, the moon landing yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, after Armstrong's creed. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> after yeah. Armstrong fucked it up for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> this fancy golfing on the moon. You know, <laughs> like they ruined it when they did that. Why didn't they just get up there and play a bit of Aussie rules? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Golf. Like you could kick it, you'd do a torp for, forever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if you got onto it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you got onto it. Yeah. <laughs> so hang on, you're reading the article uh, not about Sting. No, it was about... Uh, look, there's no material to go with this. I'm just saying I read an article. You're just you're <laughs> showing off. Unlike most comics, I don't. when I bring something up, it's not because I've got something funny to say about it. It's just because I'm interested in it. <laughs> but, uh, no, she's just really... Uh, I, I just find her really interesting. And I guess I like her because she'd been acting for like 30 years before she really busted loose. So yeah, that yeah. gives me faith. Hang on, who, who are we doing? Oh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, yeah. 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 yeah Jane Sting Lynch, as Jane she's called. Jane Sting Lynch. She looks a bit like Sting. She does. And With longer yeah. hair. And she likes the ladies like Sting does, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, she? married. she's married to a lady. She's Big time. Yeah. Well, the young... Uh, what's the brunette one? The, uh, whatever her name is. The In brunette. the show. Yeah. The Glee. I the, don't know. The, the I don't follow girl. it. Do you yeah. not follow it? Okay. I don't like it. I like it. I, don't, I, I quite, actually quite like it. Right. Well, the brunette... Oh, the, let's talk all about TV. I've got some controversial things to say. I'll say this. I'll say this. Because the brunette... It just reminded me, because the brunette one looks quite a bit like my girlfriend and people Ooh, say that about my girlfriend and that how remo- cocky is he talking about his girlfriend just because <laughs> yeah. he's got one yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend that's not on TV but looks, looks like, like she may be on TV, on TV. Yeah, cool. she well that's the thing it links with you because last time you I did a gig with you yep. she came along and she doesn't go to a lot of gigs my yeah. girlfriend because she, yeah. she's sick of it and sick of me so <laughs> um, she saw and she saw you MC a gig and you know because it's, it's, it's nice to bring her along to people you know that she doesn't see over and over like us or whatever but she saw you and saw some classic fleet and then she came home yeah she came home and she does a thing where something gets stuck in her head and she'll not what not yeah unconsciously just walk around and repeating stuff all the time so she got one of your jokes in her head and she constantly repeated it for like a week and it was the one it was the bit where she where you say about uh del monte suits so the, the bit where you say you know where the story unfolds, where you. you do we, I mean, for, for the listeners, to, for context, do you do you mind? I'll, I'll bust it out. Relaying yeah, it. Yeah. Don't think I won't bust it yeah. out because I will. <laughs> <laughs> do you want just the line or do just you want the, the uh, whole? Give us the lead up. Give a, us a little bit of context. context. A little yeah. bit of context. All right. Yeah. Look, it's, uh, do you want the like? There's two ways of doing it. I mean, there's a way of doing it where I talk about that I've had the job in the shop and so that, or there's the other way of talking about, which is 
the truth. Um, so basically, I do this bit of material where I talk about working in a shop, and I'll tell you why I do this afterwards because it's actually the backstory is better than the story. Okay. Okay. So I was thinking about when I worked in advertising, and I talk about working with this horrible guy, and blah blah blah, and working this, and, and you know that I had to end up writing this ad for Del Monte suits, and the guy I worked for was like really racist and uh, sexist and homophobic and horrible, horrible guy, and. Uh, I thought I'd have a bit of a joke with this ad. And he said, you have to write, you can do whatever you want. And yeah, suit ads are always boring. You know, they're always like guys pointing at stuff and all that sort of stuff. And he said, you can write whatever you want, but you just have to mention Del Monte suits for the man's man. And because I didn't like the guy, I thought I'd have a bit of a joke. So in mine, I wrote Del Monte suits for the man's man. Ooh, not that kind of man's man. <laughs> and I thought it was a little bit amusing. Like, certainly not hilarious. I just thought it was a bit amusing. <laughs> and the guy, weirdly enough, took me to his office the next morning, the, the you know, the completely irrational cock monkey that he was, <laughs> took me into his office and went, you can't say that, you know, you can't write that, and that's homophobic, you're homophobic. And he's calling me homophobic, right, which I clearly wasn't, and certainly not compared to him, you know, who just hated everything. I found out later he was actually domestically violent as well, which makes him... Possibly quite good at, at rugby league. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I found out, so, so he said I had to write another ad. And, you know, so I wrote another ad and submitted it, and they sacked me. And the whole story, the, the story behind this routine was I said, and, you know, what I wrote, the, the new ad that I wrote was Del Monte suits. Hmm, they look good. Like a faggot in a ditch. <laughs> you know, which is, you know, like, hey, hilarious because it's ironic. And so none of that is true, okay? I never had a job for working with that guy, blah, 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 blah. But Lawrence Mooney and I were on tour once doing uh, the Comedy Festival Roadshow, and we were in some small town. I think it might have been... Where do they do... Where do they have spas in Victoria? Dalesford. 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 It might yeah. have been Dalesford or somewhere like that. And we're up there, and um, we, we suddenly got this idea that we... Uh, well, we were bored, and we, we started doing this thing in the... In the van called Right Wing Radio, where we're just being as extremely right-wing as we could and pretending to run a right-wing radio station, you know, and just going, yeah, we'll be back after this break. To answer the question, who are the worst drivers, old people, drunks, or Asians? <laughs> or old pissed Asians, you know, and stuff like that. It was just horrendous, right? And I just said off the top of my head, um, yeah, we'll be back after this break, uh, and now a word from our sponsors, mmm, Del Monte suits, they look good, like a faggot in a ditch. And we just we laughed so hard we were doing we, right? and we were just going. Can you imagine ever saying that in front of other people? Right? And and I then spent a year, or maybe more than a year, a year and a half, constructing a story that would justify. You got the gold and you worked back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just to justify saying faggot in the ditch in a way that wouldn't offend people, and found a way to do it, and. Uh, and it was it was uh, it was really cool. <laughs> That's funny. Well, this is it because she saw that, and then for a week without saying any, you know, without talking <laughs> about, she just walked around <laughs> in our in, yeah in our apartment going like a faggot in a ditch <laughs> over and over. This is my girlfriend, and she's quite loud when she's at home as well. And all the doors and windows are open. She's like like a and she's turning into like a song. She's and like a, like a faggot in a ditch. Yeah. There's a school across from your house, yeah, isn't there? Yeah. A young gay school, where they they let gay people know it's not wrong to be gay, and then she's over there going, like a faggot in a ditch, ruining their life. She's actually gleeing it up like her character looked like. Like a faggot in a ditch. Oh, now you've got me thinking about the song. (laughs) Just like a faggot in a ditch.
What's well, the like musical a, version? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Glee loved that. Glee loved taking things and reinterpreting it. Maybe there can be the Glee Absolutely. Greek like, Fleet episode. Like a puppet on a string. Yeah. Like a <laughs> <in> a <dish. laughs> but, but then, but then it evolved. But then, so I just let it go, and I'm like, oh, that's funny that she's walking around saying that. That's just funny. I won't say anything. But then she just sort of like zoned out and like just started making variations up without she's without realizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's giving you toppers. She, it turned into by the end of the week, she was walking around and I was laughing my head off. She was walking around, not thinking, just going like a chicken in a haystack. <laughs> oh, and I pulled her up. Then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say something. Do you know what you're saying? <laughs> oh yeah, all right. And then it just turned into like a faggot in a haystack, like a faggot <laughs> on a chicken, like a chicken in a ditch. <laughs> That's great. Well, I I brought my girlfriend along to see you uh, to a gig, and, and this is a oh, you've got a girlfriend too. This is a recent oh, girlfriend who had idiot. never who hadn't been. We got them because of the podcast. Yeah. How, how yeah. long do I have to sit here without, a, without a girlfriend? For? Well, I mean, I brought her along to a gig, and the, it was the first time she'd been to a comedy gig, and it was oh, you. It was the first night of Felix Bar Comedy, um, the room that Carl runs. Yeah, yeah, in I went Kilda. along to support and yeah, and brought oh, her along, and you were headlining. And uh, I'd lent her your book, and she just oh, started cool. tie dye, and she just started reading it. And then that night, she saw you do a routine <laughs> that I believe has not been performed prior or since <laughs> that involves you having intercourse with another man. Yes, it, it was the uh, it was the first truly expansive. I think I've mentioned it on stage before. It uh, that was the first truly expansive <laughs> version. But I um. I think I might do that in my festival show this year because it went so well. And yeah, it was, just it was a, great. It was very funny. It was just something I did. Now, for those of you that don't know, I won't go into the story because this is you know this is where you have to come out and see a gig. So uh, the next time <laughs> Carl Chandler's doing a gig, if you come along and request uh, yeah. my having sex with a man material, I'll bust that stuff out. I'll bring my girlfriend along just to see what it turns into when we get home. <laughs> no way. I'm not having you bring your girlfriend because any love she had for me, well, she'll now think I'm gay. But... Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just this thing where you I... You did have I, sex with the guy on a haystack. It was on a haystack. <laughs> so she'll love it. On a haystack balanced on a chicken, <laughs> which was in a ditch. Um, but uh, She's got nowhere to go there. Yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird story, but... Dave Thornton is obsessed with it. Dave mm. Thornton was telling oh, right. me that he's been telling his friends, you know, everywhere he goes, he's been telling his friends about things. Um, and especially the bit, which I quite like this bit, and I hope it's really out of context, so please don't, you know, get upset about this, but where I say that then after I'd had sex with his man, I got really drunk and stoned and had sex with his man once, which was okay. It wasn't a mistake, but uh, it, it wasn't. It's not, like, it's not a life choice that I've made since then. But... Uh, at one point in the routine, I said off the top of my head, and the next time I had sex with a woman, I just fucked her really hard to try and fuck all the gay out of me, <laughs> which um, I, I actually think is funny. Um, just the, the object of someone trying to fuck the gayness off themselves. Well, I've got an even better object uh, for you. My favourite line from you doing it that oh, night was saying, was saying um, you, you had... F- fucked the guy so hard that his poo was threatening to take you to court. <laughs> just, Did I say that? You said that out loud. Oh you God. said that out loud to a room full of people. Oh, no. Which I don't think is true. Like, <laughs> well, so just for the record, his poo didn't come to life no, and no, press charges. No. 
There was no court. There was no, there was no fecal no, court action there's taken. There's no court in this land that could convict you of that, to be fair. <laughs> no. And, and trust me, it was, a, it was a welcome intrusion that I made. So, yeah. Well, because I'd heard that story about three years ago from friends of the show, Harley Breen and Sam Simmons. Oh, right. And they told it to me. But you know when a story like this gets passed down, you hear it and you, you know that – you know, you believe that it's true, but you accept that there's a certain level of embellishment yeah, that has gone. Yeah. So I heard and thought it was quite funny, and yeah. I, for years, I held on to it, going, "There's, pro- there's probably little bits of sizzle that they've chucked in." Yeah. And then the you poo told probably that didn't night, take him to court, <laughs> yeah. or even you, threatened to. You busted it out that night, and I remember you'd get to a certain point where I remember them telling me a bit. I'm like, "This bit probably didn't happen," and then you'd bust it out, and I'd go, "Fuck, it's all verbatim." Like, how do? You, what would you add to that? Yeah. Well, it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty weird story, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I have told a couple of people about it, but um, I'll, I'll probably put it in the show because uh, it, it does seem to amuse people because it's one of those things, you know, when you hear the actual story, it's just one of those things. It wasn't something I had planned and it just, you know, it's one of those things where if you're just too polite to just sort of say no to someone. <laughs> so you end up having sex with a man. <laughs> it, uh, it was pretty funny. Well, you can save it for uh, your show or your own podcast you're telling us you're thinking about launching. I'd love Basically to Basically in here to learn the ropes. You're like yeah. the work experience kid I am, like, but I'm, I'm like the work experience kids who t- the kid who turns out to be Donald Trump <laughs> takes over the company. Well, one thing you'll have to acclimatise yourself with is um, is reviews because we, we're on iTunes. People leave us reviews. Oh, really? And, you know, pretty much everyone's been very nice so far. People like the show. But I got on there today, Carl, and I discovered there's a new review on there that oh. I had not seen. It said, you know, it started off. Very funny show, love it. Keep up the good work. Right. At first, this is and this is this this is verbatim. This it is didn't the, use the word the however, did it? Hmm? It didn't use the word however because no, that's always it, where it turns. Across. Yeah, like, no, no. That's one of my best shows. I've ever, I love it. I love the people. However, no, it's it's good about the show. And it, it, okay, it goes on to say, at first I thought Tommy was a lesbian, <laughs> but, then, but then I worked it out, and now I'm good. So it's like it was causing this person some kind of like inner turmoil. Like just what's Chandler doing but... gabbing on with KD Lang over there? <laughs> yeah. Because every time I've been on a radio station, I've without fail, the, like I've been on Triple J to do interviews a couple of times, not to brag, but that's just the kind that's of how guy I am. That's yeah. how I roll. Yeah, yeah. They'll always without fail, at least three texts will come in the text line going, "Who is this chick that you're talking to?" That's oh. uh, you were explaining a couple of weeks ago, and someone said, and I didn't say this to you, but oh, someone what? said to me, someone said to me, someone walked up to the back room and went, "Who's this chick on at the moment?" Oh, what? That's- <laughs> I used to get. And you I even had your dick out of that stage, which is weird. <laughs> That's weird. I used to get when I live with my parents. I used to get people call up the home phone and ask me if my husband was home. Oh, oh man, that sucks enormous, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you rocking all over the world. I've seen you in Edinburgh. You've seen me. Yeah. 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 Yep. We were in Edinburgh over together. There, they didn't go. They didn't go. Okay, who's this? Who's this lass? lady? Yeah. Who's the wee lassie? Yeah. Who's the wee lassie you brought with you? Got to sort out my feminine voice. It's killing me. I don't reckon it's that feminine. I reckon it's, it would be if you were a lesbian, you'd be quite a macho lesbian. <laughs> what yeah. a compliment! Yeah, you'd, be, yeah, yeah. you'd be one of the oh, tough lesbians. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you'd be a really blokey lesbian. Like, I'm not saying you know you're, you're like a girly lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's a weird heckle to receive. Oh, yeah, that's super gay. <laughs> Over iTunes, you um you you're you've got a lot of stories about being yelled at in the street. I do. I had a, I had a good one the other day. Oh, cool. I was walking past the shops and there were some young girls out the front and they said, "Can you go in there and can you go in the shops and buy some cigarettes?" And I was like, oh, look, no, I'm in a rush. I'm not going to, no, sorry. And then as I walked off, they yelled out after me, oh, yeah, well, 
Yeah, well, we've already got them. That was like their big. That was like their big fuck you. Oh, I was yeah. like, that's just blown my mind. That yeah. made me go, fuck. Maybe I should go back and get them for them. But they've yeah. already got them. Oh, what do I do? That's a physical, that. real life gotcha call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sucked in, man. Yeah. We didn't even want them because yeah. we were smoking it up, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. I I heard a couple, like an American couple in Edinburgh, and they were um, like punters who'd been to a show, and they were like middle aged man and wife, I imagine, or man and woman anyway walking down the street and one, all I heard of their conversation was one turned around the other one and went I don't care what anybody says deaf actors do not grow on trees <laughs> <laughs> going, what was the rest of that conversation yeah you know? yeah correct yeah. I don't care what they say who's <laughs> cannot take people to court <laughs> you've never met Greg Fleet <laughs> <laughs> so Fleety for those that for the for the for the Couple of people out there listening who don't, who aren't familiar with your work, where would we, give us give give us a lowdown of what the Fleet Man's all about? Well, uh, it's hard to say because in uh, in the last couple of years, I've sort of been I haven't done that much live stuff. So I've still done festivals and things like that, and done gigs around town. And so, in fact, I I kind of in in the mo- in the moment. Uh, in the moment, uh, <laughs> the only I pretty much only work for Carl in Melbourne. I don't really. I, I, it's an exclusive. Re, it's an exclusive relationship. Um, but uh, I've in the last year and a half or two years, I spent a lot of time writing this TV show. Yes. And, um, which is now finished, and they're well. When I say finished, finished filming. Well, this and is awkward because you told me I was going to have a role. In the next series. Waiting by yeah. the phone. No, that's in series two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. God, man. My character hasn't um, been born yet. No, it's been written, though. <laughs> I actually have, bizarrely enough, I actually have got a character in mind. For, I've got a character in mind for you. Um, we could just ask Jane Lynch first. And if she doesn't want to, you're the next lesbian on the way. Yeah, I know, it's the guy you meet in Dalesford. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the one. And... Uh, it's, uh, you have to be prepared to act, is like, it a, is it act a... like something inside yeah. you wants to take me to court. It's a, you have to go through a bit of De Niro prepping for the role. Yeah. Is it a bit of Ace Ventura talking out of his ass, like I bend over and go, yeah. objection! Yeah. <laughs> but uh, basically it's a, it's a series that will probably be out, I reckon, it'll be finished editing in about a month or so, and I reckon it'll be on air probably towards the end of the year. Yep. Um, and it's about comedians. It's a, a nine-part series about primarily about five comedians who are friends and um, then there's, you know, obviously other people involved and all that sort of stuff. And uh, most of the people in it are comedians. There's a few straight actors in it and, uh, and a few gay actors. Yeah, there's good cast. Adam yeah. Hills. Adam Hills, uh, Corinne Grant, um, Alan Bro, Gatesy from Tripod, uh, me, me. <laughs> and, Del uh, Monte then, suits. Yeah, Del Monte suits, like a great fleet in a ditch. <laughs> but then there's uh, there's a lot of um, just cool actors in it, like Bill Hunter's in it, and oh, I, awesome. I've always oh. maintained Bill Hunter has to be in everything ever yep. made in Australia. Yep. And uh, Alex Paps plays himself in, in a scene in New York. He plays himself, which is really funny. How did he get time off McDonald's? Uh, it's very, <laughs> we just asked, and the clown said yes. Um, but, uh, we had to give Ronald McDonald a role as well, but uh, Paps is very funny. And uh, and also, like just odd people like, uh, um, you know, as I said, uh, Bill Hunter and um, uh, Dave, uh, Dave Graney. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So there's some odd, cool people. In it. Yeah, yeah. It's so, great. I'm, so, I'm amazed at how it looks. Well, the bits I've seen, and I've seen most of it, 
It's, uh, I'm astounded at how it looks like there's great music in it. We've used really cool Australian bands and stuff like that. And, uh, it, it just, it looks, it looks like a movie. It looks, you know, there will be a, a second series and, um, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, if the two of you pay me enough money, yeah. enough <laughs> there'll be something in there for you. Yeah. With a little dum dum club have a cameo. That'd be yeah. great. Well, yeah. that's actually, bizarrely enough, I reckon I could pretty much guarantee that to happen if uh, if we do a second series. That would be a great way oh, to scoop. Get, like, awesome. get, scoop. Get, get, you know, one of Exclusive. the characters, like, get Hilsey in here as a, you know, and Hilsey obviously doesn't play Hilsey, but, uh, you know, get someone in for an interview. That's a great idea. In fact, you could interview most of the cast if you wanted to. Yeah. You'd do, you know, you'd be in virtually every episode. <laughs> coin yourselves up. Well, if you need some gay theme music, we've got it yeah, here at Spades. If yeah. you want to license our theme music from us, which we don't yeah. pay for, yeah. you're more than welcome. Um, One of the weird things about this show is it's like I've, I've done lots of you know, interviews and comedy interviews on radio and stuff. And usually what happens is, you know, you go along and they go, okay, so look, uh, you know, we're talking to Greg Fleet, we'll be back after this song. And, and it's usually when it builds up to a peak. And we've built up to quite a few peaks. Yeah. And then I realise we have to keep going. We yeah. Yeah. It's, kind of, yeah. Yeah. it's kind of odd. I keep thinking, I'm going to be able to go outside and smoke a cigarette. <laughs> no, no. no. You're here for the long haul. But this yep. is what it's all about. You're trying to learn to do your own one. Yeah. This is it. This Absolutely. Is where... I, I hope there's not too many smoke breaks in your podcast. <laughs> But you could do it, couldn't you? Because it's not live. No. no so you could, you, you could. could just stop yeah. and have a little break. And you could, but we're back. not going to. No, yeah. I'm just suggesting. What about that? <laughs> Having a durry with Greg Fleet. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> durry cast yeah. with Fleety. Suck one of these. But I'm doing a show about giving up smoking during the festival. Really? At really? Blue, at Blue Diamond. You know that place? Yeah. And I haven't written it yet or even thought about it or <laughs> given up smoking. So, you know, I've got a couple of months. You know, it'll be cool. Hey, I want to bring up a television ad that has... Um, that has oh, uh, it's just like a what cheeses me off. Can I it is a little out, bit, yeah. Can I just point out there's only three minutes till technically I'm allowed to have a cigarette? Oh, really? Didn't we start at 10? Uh, we've been going for 40 minutes at this point. Yeah, it was a 40-minute show. No, we talk for an hour and then we cut it down. Oh, man. That it's says to me that you've just been obsessively watching the <laughs> clock. I haven't. I just looked up and went, oh, sweet. How good was this? It just went so fast. It was so great. And now I know it's just lies, nah, lies. Come on, come on. We'll, we'll power through. Okay. We'll power no, through. I'm fine. Um, I'm fine with it. A television ad that you, is... Well, you, you get to you go and check on your paper in a minute. Yeah, I'm not worried about the newspaper out there on the basketball court. Two halves, you know, someone will still want you, 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 you haven't read Leaping Larry L's section in the sport? I haven't, actually. <laughs> yeah. He used to be a radio comedian. He used Did to be really? in... I can't remember what the group was called, but they were a... Uh, very funny triple. Uh, I think they went to Triple J group of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a law thing. Was it a law based thing or something of things, like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Le- Leaping Larry, I was part of that deal. Anyway, is that the yeah. paper that you've got? Is that one of the ones that has in the back the oh, some celebrity? Ah, oh, the five things I can't live without. Yeah, dog, a surfboard. I think there was one. A copy of the Princess Bride. <laughs> no, you know the one I read on the way. We had Hilsey, uh, oh, okay. friend of friend of my show. I don't know if she's a friend of yours. But, uh, you know, I, if you want him to come on, I could I could ask him. He's a friend of all of our shows. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, he he did one of those um, you know five photos and five oh, yeah. you know things in there and. Uh, I kind of, I'm so self-obsessed. There was part of me when I saw this. I thought, I wonder if one of the photos with me. <laughs> I, honestly, I do that all the time. Every yeah. time I see anyone that I know doing an interview, you know, they might be publicising a show they've got coming up or a film or something. I actually believe somewhere in my distorted head that they're going to find time in their interview, which is about them, 
they're going to find time to talk about me, and it rarely <laughs> happens, my Is friends. Is that why you're busting me. to get back to that newspaper, just yeah, to check every article? Yeah, there might be somewhere in there. I might be in this odd spot. Yeah, <laughs> no, because oh, I just figured that, that uh, Jane Field, is it Jane, what's her name? The, Lynch. Jane Lynch, being a lesbian, might know that I'm friends with Tommy. Yeah, we talk all the time at the meetings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she might know that you're a lesbian. She might mention something. She might have have seen Tommy at the club. Yeah, and also she might have heard about my stand up and know that I'm technically gay. Yeah, yeah. So, it could all work. Yeah. Uh, Well, so what what is it called? Uh, uh, Seven Degrees of Fleety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, so what I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about this, uh, this ad that has. Cheesed me off, so uh-huh. to speak. Okay. Um, it's 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 a work. It's the work cover ads that they've got on at the moment, and the I whole thing is. So thought you were going to say home hardware. I was going to so- start. <laughs> home punches. People were going to get hit. <laughs> what? So you're uh, just to deviate. I yeah, like okay, that. We're going to get back to. This. Yeah, we'll yes, get we'll get I back the, to. I'm the we'll get back dog. to KD. Yeah, um, you're the, the yellow dog. dog. So who's the other dog? It's uh, Vic Plume. Uh, Vic Plume. Yeah. Oh, Vic comedian, one time comedian who who's currently he's sort of almost doing like a twelve step program to stop doing comedy. Really? No, he's not doing a real 12-step, but he's just going... He was joking the other day, saying, I'm trying to not do gigs at the moment, and uh, you know, it's just one day at a time. And you know, I've well, never heard of him doing a gig. Well, he used to do them probably around the time you started, really. Right, but he, yeah. he's, uh, he, How do you know of him, then? How do you know his name? Um... Well, you just said it then. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but um, you said it. You <laughs> no, 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 no. I said no, it. No, no, no. I know him from Full Frontal. Right. Oh, was he in Full Frontal? He was in Full Frontal, was he? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a he's a good um good actor. He's got a great voice. Obviously, that's why he's a dog. <laughs> in a, in a home hardware commercial <laughs> with me. But, uh, Do you still record them? They still going? I did one. On Friday. Oh, right. Great. Yeah. So, I, I love that they stick with you, that they're, they're thinking somewhere out there is going, hang on, that's not the that's yellow not dog. The yeah, yellow and that the dogs haven't become CGI and they've gotten yeah. chewed like they're wearing yeah. fucking sunnies and riding yeah. surfboards no, and doing crazy they're, shit. It's done by two guys in Adelaide who do the claymation and they also do ones for schmackos or something. They, oh, they're yeah. claymation. They must be good at claymation dogs. Clay dogs. <laughs> yeah. they, must be looking at, they must be looking at Wallace and Gromit going, fuck, if we could get in on that yeah. racket, that would make our dreams come true. If that Wallace was a dog, it'd be so much better. <laughs> but, uh, but they do. And but they do you, do you look at Wallace guys. and Gromit and go, I could, I could voice oh, that. Yeah, I could voice that. <laughs> I don't say it like that. I go, yeah, I could voice that. Well, if Gromit, in that voice, like a Gromit, well, Gromit in a ditch. Yeah. Gromit doesn't talk, but if he ever does, yeah, the fleet the man's phone's oh, going to well, ring. Weirdly enough, there, there used to be other guys who did the voices of these dogs, and Vic Plume and I have been doing them for about something like seven years. I asked the other day, and I went, "How long have we been doing this?" Seven years, and I went, "This is such a slack gig." And they still haven't um, let you go out and have a cigarette in no, those whole no, seven no, years that you've know been doing it. I have actually gone out in the middle of a session. I've actually done a bit of a Ben Mendelsohn and just gone, I'm going out for a smoke. And <laughs> but uh, they told me that at one stage when the, the other guys used to do the voices of these dogs, that uh, my dog, because I've always said to people that if, if the company got into real trouble and they had to lose one of the dogs, it would be my one, the yellow one. Because <laughs> the yellow one doesn't do, he's just like the dumb one. The other one says all the information. But um, they said to me that about five years ago, or no, it must have been more because we've been doing it for seven, so like ten years ago, there was a two or three year period where my dog didn't speak. <laughs> right. Went, went silent. And uh, so, you know, I'm going to live with that pressure. That, you know, if I, if I do anything wrong, they go back to silent with the yellow dog. They rip his voice box out in front of you. They literally come round to your house with the clay model and just slice its throat in front of you. No, they get another dog to tear it out. <laughs> Has it got a name? Yeah, Rusty and Sandy. I'm Sandy because You're I'm Sandy. yellow and he's Rusty because oh, he's yeah, kind yeah. of rust colour. Could he go solo? 
Oh, I don't reckon I could. He probably could. Okay. Couldn't yeah. be like John Laws or whatever where he changed from Mortine to whatever. Oh, yeah, I could go You to couldn't like, go to oh, Bunnings. I could. Yeah. I could. I could get one of the guys, because there's two guys who do the climations. So why don't you have a fight with your mate? And they'd split the dogs. Yeah. And i get the whoever got the yellow dog. i go, let's go across to like Bunnings and do, you know. And it would be like, I could then be there going, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe it. I had to act really dumb when I was at home hardware. I'm a really smart dog. This is the best hardware for sure. <laughs> Or you just cut a deal with the claymation dudes um, for schmackos. Yeah. Your dog could suddenly get adopted by some, you know, rich woman who's always giving him little treats. And then everyone would just go, Greg Fleet's back on the schmacko. (laughs) 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 Now, how did we start this conversation? Get back to the the lesbian How good am I I driving your show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) We needed this um, from the work experience kid. I'm looking at the clock. I know. Um, I don't think you're just looking off to the side of Carl's head. Um, <laughs> off and up a bit. <laughs> no, I'm happy. Yeah, this work cover ad, right? So the setup, you've probably seen them. There's a, there's a bunch of them, and it's, it's it's someone about to do something horrendously dangerous um, oh, the on the job. One? All that, no, that's what it, like. It's, it's something bad is about to happen, and then someone's family kind of ter- invariably turns up, right? And the ad will say something like, "There's there's a better there's a big there's a bigger reason for oh, why you should yeah. be careful at work," and yeah. the implication is. You know, you think about your family. You know, the, the bigger reason that yeah. you should be careful at work is because of your family. But My they... ex-girlfriend's in one of those. And it's one really? that, with a, a woman and her child at home and she's looking at the clock and <laughs> she wants to go for a cigarette. <laughs> so she's looking at the clock and then she, and she's looking at her daughter and she's getting really stressed. She's actually quite good at it. It's like a really emotional ad. And then he comes home and yeah. it's like, oh, thank God. He was just late. He was just late. Yeah, it's those ones. It's yeah, those ones, yeah. right? And their whole thing is it's like they're informing people, hey – you know the reason that you shouldn't die on uh, at work is because of your family. Yeah. Who's not already thinking that? Yeah. Like who yeah. who is falling into the meat grinder and their last yeah. thought is, geez, it's going to be hard for them to find someone to fill for me tomorrow. Like, yeah. who's, who's worried about the company? Someone, someone's trying to put a helmet on someone and he's going, but what's my motivation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a weird, like, who doesn't already think that? You're not informing people. No one's, no one's confused with it. This, and this is, this, this, that ad annoys me in the same, it, like, to the same level um, that this other ad, this is from ages ago. This was when the second season of Rush was about to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. And this is so out of date, but it just annoyed me so much that it kind of ties in. It was an ad, right? And you know how Channel 10 will sort of do that thing where their ads for a show coming out, they just, they just lift a scene out of an episode yeah. and just play that. And so the scene was cops chasing a bad guy through the streets of Melbourne, cutting off traffic and shit. Suddenly, they're, they're fucking busting through a gate. They're at the airport chasing a fucking bandit down the <laughs> runway as a plane takes off in front of them and then it has the audacity to cut to the titles and go rush from the streets of Melbourne. And you're like, when has that ever happened in Melbourne? I'm sorry, I don't remember seeing that headline, banditos in high-speed Tullamarine runway what, chase. What's the, that's not technically a street, the runway. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. No one lives on that. From yeah. the runways of Melbourne. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going to write something. Apparently I'm going to write something for um, Scrivener's Fancy, which is the oh, yeah, Tony yeah. Martin's... Oh, yeah. His, uh, <laughs> I've written for that. Website, have you? Well, yeah. yeah. Don't mean to brag. So. Why did you go... You oh, said, like, well, like it hadn't really happened. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, say... I don't mean to boast because I know Tommy Dassler hasn't written anything for it. So... Ooh. Yeah. I've heard he can't write because yeah. he's a lesbian. Yeah. I, you know why? He hasn't got his pen licence yet. Uh, he's only four. 
Yeah. <laughs> My daughter's about to get a pen license. Apparently. Really? I didn't know anything about this, but apparently when you're at, at primary school, you get a pen license. I went to a proper school, so we always, you know, I don't know anything oh. about the government system. You're fast-tracked. Uh, With a private school, you get the old uh, borrow as soon as you walk in at age uh, four. Absolutely. We had, a chapter, <laughs> wow. we had a chapter right for us. Silver spoon. We were Jesus. all given a, a chap. And uh, <laughs> I'd, say to him, I'd say to him, oh, Rumbo, write me this thing. And he'd write it. It was amazing. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why his name was Rumbo. But, uh, I remember uh, around the time of pen licenses at school, I don't, know if, I don't know if these even still exist, if your daughter would be having to use them. The, um, for, the, for the retarded kids, brackets me, that little, <laughs> that little, if you couldn't hold the pen properly, that little rubber grip that oh, they put yeah. on it, that was like the really like, hard like triangle thing wow. that would make you hold it properly. And it was just the most... At the, like now, I wouldn't give a shit, but it was like at the time just degrading. the most degrading yeah. thing because it was like bright yellow. So at any time you cast your eyes around the room, you could go spastic, spastic, yeah. spastic, yeah. spastic. <laughs> These days, it would be the same thing if, if it was like, you know, sort of, uh, you know, you'd been doing comedy for a number of years and your friends were all getting paid spots and it was like open spot, open spot. You were still on open spot. You couldn't like go, oh, yeah. I've got the weird yellow triangle on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on my hand. On you're my still, life. You're still doing Tuesday nights at the Comics Lounge and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they yeah. dangle that? I remember at school they dangled the pen license over you. Like it was conceivably something that you couldn't, like that you might not get. Like you oh. might fail oh, at getting really? it. Oh, really? Yeah, Ever. I remember, remember there being this thing like you're never going to be allowed to write if you don't get this. Like can I get a pen instructor or something? Like there's this old Greek man who comes to my house and sort of sits next to me and Takes me on some practice essays. And they end up making a film like Shine, all about it. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah. or, or, or all of a sudden you're in class one day and you, you break out the borrow and you're just doing it and someone comes, ooh, ooh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, pull over and you've got a yeah. bloody... <laughs> License and registration, yeah. please. Please, writer. Yeah. <laughs> Get breathalyzed. Yeah. You've had too much apple juice. You can't be, you're not allowed to write about your weekend. <laughs> I remember we had to keep a, a little diary in school, like a little journal. Like we'd come in on Monday and you'd have to write what you'd done on the weekend. And um, my parents got called up because you I think the, the first, no, the first time I wrote, everyone else had written, you know, I went to grandma and grandpa's house and we had lasagna for dinner. My first entry was literally just on the weekend, we got some bread. <laughs> that was my whole entry, and the school I got into my parents and were like, "Hey, do you keep your just? We're just just level with us. Do you keep your kid locked in a basement? Because it's sort of sounding like he's not the, getting yeah. much stimulation. We're worried about the carbs. We're worried about the carbs. <laughs> yeah. Mm, what's the name of this show? Again, I've forgotten. I don't care enough. Our show. Yeah. The little, the little, little dum dum club. club. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Fleet speaking. <laughs> when I'm in Melbourne and I'm not pretending to be a yellow dog or telling people about how I've had sex with a man, I like to listen to the Little Dum Dum Club. <laughs> so should you. Oh, that's sweet for the promo that we will use on nothing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that to me is a man who's watching the second yeah. hand counting down the clock like you're, it's the yeah. first started, day before school holidays. You started running the credits yourself. <laughs> signing off. Signing off with it. You didn't even ever ask me if I could stick around and do a promo. That's like always doing commercial. Hey, can yeah. you stick around later and do a promo? I've already done that. <laughs> I've got this cigarette lit yep. already. No, no, I'm happy, all right, all right. I'm happy to do whatever you want. Well, look, folks, we are, we are drawing to the end of the program. I think that'll just about do it for another week. Let's give a quick plug. Greg Fleet, what have you got coming up? you got the Comedy Festival. You're Adelaide. Yeah. What's the name of your show? Adelaide. Uh, well, I'm doing a show called Big Love, which I've done before with Mick Moriarty, which is a great show. And I'd, I'd like to get both of you on as guests. Yes. Um, and it's just basically a show where we get guests and uh, um, everyone does little bits. Mick Moriarty is a great musician from the Gadflies. He does music. He's also done the music for the 
the TV show we've got coming out. But, oh, excellent. Uh, um, yeah, we get guests in it, and people all sit on stage. So, you know, you do your spot, then you sit down on stage, and so this, eventually the stage fills up with comics, and at the end we have a chat about something, and it's just a really fun, great show, and there's no heckling, and it's all about the love. It's a, it's great. a great audience. So Greg Fleet's show. big love. Yep. At the yep. Comedy Festival, you're doing yep. Adelaide as well? Yeah, doing, uh, Same doing show Adelaide. show in Adelaide, yeah. And, and also, uh, we should put this, Carl and I are both doing the Comedy Festival as well. Yes. So come and check that out. What the hell are you doing? We're both doing solo stand-up shows. Nice. My tickets are on sale, Carl's aren't. Mine aren't. Why okay. not? Uh, I don't know. They're oh, just not. That's weird. But they will yeah. be soon, I'm They sure. will be, I'm sure. They will. Tommy Daslow's, what's your show? Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Buck Wild, that's a great name for a show. Thank you. And like Carl Chandler. Carl Chandler, jokes in 140 characters. Yeah. In fact, that's worth mentioning. I think we've mentioned the Comedy Festival much on this show. I think pretty much everyone who we've had on past guests will be yeah. doing shows. So, you know, if yep. you like the show, get on board, get yourself a ticket. I'm also doing another show, that one that I told you about, it, the, the, about not smoking at the Blue Diamond. It sounds like oh, a yeah. show about not writing. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it could be about not everything. It's going to be, uh, be great. And also, Kim and I out for the TV show, Die oh, on yeah. Your Feet. Oh, ABC? yeah. ABC? Yeah, ABC, I think, Die on Your Feet. I think End it's of the ABC. year. I don't know. Yeah, probably by then. Greg Fleet, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks Ball for having me. It's been a ball having you. You've earned your cigarette. Oh, I need it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, mates. See mates. Bye, mates. Yeah. I know you remember, you left me alone, now you